Welcome back, adventurer. Care for another story? One of a hero's triumph against darkness? A dragon's journey of self-discovery? Or perhaps two souls' quests to find unity? Well, pull up a chair and have a listen. Hi everyone, and welcome to the guest likes to open a bag of chips while the intro is going. Uh, show, just kidding. This is the RPG show. My name is Brent. I'm your host, and with me today, I have I don't know some guys to talk about a thing. First up, we have Nick Dragon Seventh Gantner. How's it going? Uh, it'd probably be a better game than this one. Ooh, burn! Throwing the heat early. Next up, we have Kevin. This bitch is an air filter, Kajowski. What's happening? I'm good. Happy holidays, everyone. Ah, uh, yes. Happy holidays. Last episode of the year. You guys probably didn't hear this until after the Christmas. After oh, the Christmas. This is going to be the Christmas episode. Yeah. Oh, I mean, it's technically coming out the day after. Nobody listens to Christmas music and Christmas stuff on the day after Christmas. So, I mean, right? Right? Yeah. I guess. Well, I think some other holidays are going on as well, besides Christmas. No, that's unacceptable. <laughs> what, what are you talking about there? Like Festivus. I, Festivus? For the rest of us? No, fuck Festivus. Because nobody wants to sit down at a table with me and uh, air grievances. That's not going to work. Like, that's going to that's gonna go poorly. Well, Festivus is, like, all year round for you. It is. It is. That's, you know, because that's, that's, you know, I'm, uh, I'm, I, you know, Ben Stiller's dad is my spirit animal, apparently. So, uh, <laughs> I then forgot his first name. God damn it. Isn't Jerry or something like that? I don't know. I, that's. Yep, uh, who knows? Who really cares? Because today, uh, we are talking Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter. Uh, we're finally fucking, uh, we're done. I mean, we're not done talking about Breath of Fire because we still have, uh, you know, we want to talk about it as a whole. We're going to not talk do that here in this episode, but uh, that'll be a thing we talk about. But uh, no, we're done playing Breath of Fire games. It's just, unless they come out with a actual Breath of Fire game and not a mobile title. But, so that's a thing that has happened. And before we get into talking about that, uh, I guess we'll just kind of see what everyone's been up to. Nick, what have you been up to? Been up to anything good? I've well, been playing uh, Let It Die a lot. You mean, like, for like two days, or like, a lot, a lot? Um, well, it came out like a week ago or so. Oh. I only saw you playing it yesterday. Um, well, like, it's a free-to-play thing. It kind of, like, was announced under the radar. I guess there was something about PSX about it when they announced it, but it was, like, for a lot of people, it was under the radar. Okay. Um, like, I didn't even know about it until it was, like, on the, like, somebody, uh, like, on the fucking homepage of PS4, it's, like, uh, you should play whatever, like, what's new or whatever. Uh, it was there. I'm, like, what the hell? Let's let it die. What the fuck? So I clicked on it, watched the video, and I was, like, 
okay, how much is it? And I was like, free. Oh, uh, I don't know about that. Uh, so I looked up like what the quote unquote like pay to win aspects of it are, and there's nothing. Uh, you just spend money in the cash shop to buy revives if you really want to. Uh, that's about it for that so far. So I give it a shot. Um, what it is, it's a really like a aesthetically over the top uh, blood fest roguelike. Uh, so like you make a character, you start ascending this tower, and then when you die, you have two choices. You can use this premium currency to revive right then, and then continue going where you left off. So you just like uh, you don't have to start over pretty much. Or you can say no, and then either you have two options for that point. Make a new character and run back up the tower to kill your character that just died to get him back. Uh, but you lose all your items, all your equipment, everything you had on that character that died. Or you just farm some money, uh, like in-game money, and pay to just have the character return to you with all the stuff intact. In. So at the beginning, it's pretty low, it's pretty cheap. Then the higher floors you get up to becomes really expensive. Uh, but it's a bit, bit difficult. You're meant to die a lot, but I'm having a lot of fun with it. That sounds cool. So, uh, what, what about, what about you, uh, Kevin? What have you been up to? Um, I've been playing a lot of Final Fantasy 15. I got about 40 hours in it already. Um, I like it, but it does have a lot, um, there's some good things and some bad things, but I'm really into it. Um, and also I was playing Pokemon Sun and Moon before that. Okay. And... And I finished uh, the Batman Telltale series, okay. which uh, I thought was pretty. It was pretty interesting. If you like Telltale games, it's really fun. So I like that. All right, but. excellent, excellent. Sounds fun. A lot of bra- a lot of Breath of Fire, some Dragon Quarter in there. I hope. Uh, yeah, that was the thing. Yeah, I got that in between there. Yep. Oh yeah, just sandwich. It was really, time. really, really hard to go from Final Fantasy to Breath of Fire, but I did it. All right, all right. Proud of you. Proud of you. Way to hold. Way to hold strong. You know the yep. thing. Uh, me, I picked up Final Fantasy two days ago now, so I got started on that. Um, and I, you just playing a little bit until I was ready to dr- dive into uh, Final Fantasy Tactics, which is our next review. Uh, I'd say it's fair to say I probably. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna beat that super fast. Like Final Fantasy Tactics, it'll be it'll be fine. Um, so I'm just gonna kind of flip back and forth between the two. Uh, so yeah, that's kind of what I've been up to. Been busy, been working a lot, but that's 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 fine. Uh, been you know doing the thing. But anyway, I guess we can go ahead and get into talking about Dragon Quarter. First time listening, the way we do this is we break the game up into six categories. We have gameplay, story, music, visuals, overall experience, and replayability. We give them a score one through five. We do allow half scores because Nick is a dick. And so yep, that's that's basically it. So this game is like I said, it's the fifth in the series, and it's way different than all the other games in the series because 
as far as gameplay goes, it is does not use a turn-based. Well, it's kind of turn-based. Um, instead of being like on a flat battlefield or the typical uh, like, it's almost like an isometric view that they try to use, like a three-quarter view. Um, in the previous games, where it's kind of like all at an angle, this is an actual battle in the environment where uh if you've ever played like uh essentially you have a movement ring you kind of move around in the three-dimensional space and use abilities that attack based on like cones or the thing next to you you have attack ranges and um you have a certain amount of uh what is it is it ap that you use um towards your movement and attacking on top of that there is also a combo system so you have a sort of a three-tiered attack with level ones level twos level threes each using different levels of uh ap to attack either single enemies multiples you can of course chain and combo down through in the uh the same line there uh that's essentially how combat works uh another one of the big changes is the cast of characters was greatly reduced to essentially three uh, main playable characters through um, the majority of the game, with those being, of course, Ryu, Nina, and your obligatory cat character, Lin. Uh, yeah, it, that's that's the major gist, of course, we'll go into um, some of the specifics here in a second, but yeah, it's it's way different, guys. It's, it's way different. Uh, the uh, it, the only real mini game I found was the ant colony, which is kind of the successor to the the fairy village. There are fairies at the at the ant colony as well, um, but uh, yeah. So Nick, 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 you're you're the guy. You're the Breath of Fire guy. You're like we have to play Breath of Fire. Uh, we probably shouldn't play Dragon Quarter, and I'm like no, we have to play Dragon Quarter for playing Breath of Fire. So. Uh, what are some of the other real stark contrasts between, like, the, so what are some of the, not necessarily contrasts, but what are the, some of the gameplay elements um, in this game that I may have missed that, that really stood out to you as, as um, yeah. You talk about the dragon transformation. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you talk about the dragon transformation? Okay, so uh, for those of you who have followed the last uh, couple podcasts or even familiar with the Breath of Fire series or or I'm familiar with the Breath of Fire series, uh, you will know that uh, Ryu, the main character of every single game, uh, is typically uh, part of the Dragon Tribe. Uh, and that gives him the ability, uh, which you will typically over the course of the game get stronger and stronger and stronger, acquire new abilities, all that kind of crap, um, to transform into a dragon. Uh, oftentimes temporarily, depending on the game you're in, it could be... Uh, or longer duration. Sometimes it's just a single use. It just really depends. Um, and that is part of like one of the key aspects of the game. That is reuse ability. Like uh, you get different characters in the game, different races. They all have different unique abilities. Reuse is turned into a dragon. Uh, and usually it's all honky dory. Depending on the game you're playing, sometimes it's not as great as some other characters' abilities, but it usually has its use. Uh, in this game, um, Ryu is not a member of the Dragon Tribe, and uh, his ability to turn into a dragon is not of his own design. It was kind of forced upon him. It is more of a curse, 
And in the, for gameplay, it is a time limit. Yes, you're playing an RPG with a time limit. Mm-hmm. And the time limit is uh, not so much of a time, like quote-unquote time limit, it's more of a action limit. So every time, every like five or like maybe it's like twenty steps, you move around. You you get this counter in the corner of your screen called uh, like the D ratio. D counter. Well, oh, the D wow. ratio is like your something different. The D ratio yeah. is each individual person's uh, like compatibility with the dragon mm-hmm. kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, the D counter is the uh, for Ryu in particular the um, how far along he is from merging completely with the dragon that's kind of forced upon him. So every like 20 steps you take, you get point zero one percent or something like that. Uh, you do stuff in battle. Like if you actually use, if you use the dragon form, you're pretty much being punished. Cause once you hit hundred percent, if you're not at the end of the game, you got, you get game over. Uh, so if you transform to a dragon, you get some D counter, you use an attack as a dragon, you get some D counter, you use your breath. You hold, as long as you hold down the button, it starts counting up really, really quickly. As soon as you let go, it converts the amount of time you held down to damage for the attack. Uh, it's pretty much, uh, you, here's a dragon form, but you can't use it unless you are up shit's fucking creek without a paddle or at the end of the game. Here yes. you go. Uh, another big, big, big cornerstone of how this game works is the uh, restart mechanic and the, uh, is it either soul or de-soul um, we well, have soul, then you get like soul reset and soul restore. Yes. So, uh, so you want to explain like the soul and soul cutscenes and how that works? Sure. Okay. Um, at the start of the game, a very new, fresh, new game. You're like one eight one two six. I can't remember because I haven't actually uh, been eighty one ninety two. It's eighty one ninety two. So that is the absolute very lowest rank you can be uh, for like whatever the D ratio. Um, what you can do is you can play through the game, and depending on how much progress you make, uh, what you do, there's actually like, uh, hold on, let me pull up a fucking thing about it. Oh dear God. Um, uh, so it's pretty much uh, the D ratio is the like your compatibility with the dragon. Mm-hmm. Uh, over the course of the game, uh, depending on what you do, how well you do it, you kind of you can re- you can earn the ability to. Uh, beat the game and lower your, or I guess raise your D ratio. Um, so depending on how quickly you beat it, how often you surprise the enemies uh, and get like an extra turn, uh, how much of the map you've explored, how many treasure chests you've opened, how many times you save the game, and how low you go into the uh, optional dungeon, all give you a varying amount of points at the end of the game to go towards the score that gives you a new D ratio for when you do a new game. So what the fuck? What's the point of this? You must be wondering. Oh, uh, the point of this is the developers blocked plot and actual like exploration progress behind getting a better D ratio. Yes. So the whole point of this game is not just play the game, enjoy the game. It's uh, play the game, uh, beat the game, play it again, but do a better job this time. That way you can experience the the storyline a little bit better. Um, and uh, it's not enough that they, they have you reset the game, like you they want you to play it again, but uh, they made it, I guess, challenging enough for some people that uh, they gave you the option to, uh, in the middle of the game, you're stuck, oh, yeah, that's fine, just, just start over. Just you start over, you get some party experience, you get uh, whatever you kept in your lockers, 
Uh, and I think whenever you have equipped on your characters, uh, everything else is throwing it down the trash. But uh, you can start over and try 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 again. You can level up your characters a little bit and make them stronger so you can get past that part. Uh, yeah, just what the fuck? Because uh, the lowest D ratio you need is uh, one at a one slash two fifty six to see all the uh, plot points, open up all the doors, everything like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that requires you to have beaten the game with a total score of seventy plus. Okay. Um, so each each one of those categories, depending on how well you do, you either get zero points or ten points. And then there are if you do not do the bonus dungeon, you have to get ten on everything else, like clearing time, turn rate, completion rate, treasure opened, etc. Um, if you do do the bonus dungeon, it kind of gives you some breathing room to like make some saves, skip some chests, uh, maybe not beat the game as quickly. Uh, but you st- it's still a pretty tight thing to get like the max 100% score, the one out of four. Uh, but doing it just to unlock everything is like 70 plus. It's not too bad. Like if you're going straight across the board, you have to beat the game in 11 hours, get 80% uh, extra turn rate, 92% of the map, 33 chests opened, and save uh, three times. So not too bad. But your first time playing, you probably won't get anywhere close to yeah, that. Probably yeah, not yeah. even your second time playing. Yeah, like that 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 beat time, like that's that's a that's a stretch. Um, like you really have to know where you're going and what you're doing and what fights you like all that kind of stuff. Um, to speak on it as a system though, uh, to me, it's an interesting thought, right? Where you don't want to have random battles or enemy respawns. Um, but you want the, the character to have the player a way to, um, to level up to get past certain difficult portions if they they run into them in uh by all means like your first playthrough with the lowest d ratio the game it, without starting any it, it can be rough like it's not um it's it's tuned pretty pretty tight like i mean you kind of have to be on point with a lot of stuff really you know actively trying to um uh, get extra turns on encounters with the right character for the right battle and all that kind of stuff, like because you know you don't always want the extra turn with Ryu or or with Lin. Sometimes you might want the extra turn with uh, with Nina instead. So there's all these sort of things that go into it. You know, using traps, using magic, all that kind of stuff. Um, and I I honestly think it's an interesting concept for a game if if the primary game was shorter. I think this game is too long and too involved to have a uh, a reset mechanic like that, um, personally. Uh, so it, 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 it's kind of I brutal. Think, I would say personally that this is New Game Plus taking the wrong direction. Yes, yes. Uh, I, I can say uh, it, it kind of does feel like that with the... With the added uh, fact that some cutscenes and story is locked behind that is kind of bullshit, um, because we'll get to that in story. Um, but you know, since we're talking about the system as a whole here in gameplay, uh, you really don't get the full picture of what's happening in the story your first playthrough without any D ratio to see some of the extra cutscenes um, occurring. Like you kind of have the the core um, storyline presented to you without uh, any of the stuff that would make the world interesting, I would think. Uh, so there's that. Uh, 
uh, I want to talk about it while we're here and talking about sort of the scores that they give you when you beat the game. Uh, can we can we admit to how bullshit the save token thing is? Yes. Like, like I didn't even I didn't even have a save token for the last dungeon because I I only found enough for the the like the first spot in the last dungeon, and then the, you know after you get through everything, I didn't even have a save token for that. So, I was pissed. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I, maybe maybe I should have shared this little tip and tricks with y'all earlier, but I think it's the restore, uh, as a little restore. If you use that, it like it takes you back to that save point that you last saved at and gives you another save token. Oh, so I could have just done that a couple times at, after I saved? Yeah, and I think you, like, uh, like, I don't remember using it, but I think you get, like, party experience or something. You get something, like, whatever you've done, you get some of that back. Uh, Do you get all, I don't think you get all your party experience back, though, and I don't know. It's just the SL it, reset, like it's a very you don't, really uh, much, you don't really get much out of it, and your locker only holds like ten things, so you can't really keep that much either. It's a very convoluted system and poorly explained within the confines of the game, um, with what you keep, where you go, and all that kind of stuff. Like, uh, you know, you have to really, really do your research to figure out exactly what you're going to lose by doing a restore or reset um, at any given point. All right. The, the difference was the restore allows you to restart the last save points with your characters at the same level at which you mm-hmm. selected the option or you were defeated, and then the restart resets the game entirely. But yeah. either option allows you to keep your equipment equipped, any skills obtained, the party experience earned, any items, and any in the locker, but nothing in your like inventory. I think. But the no, the restore doesn't. You don't keep your level. You go back to level that you were at at the save point. Uh, that's not what the thing I'm looking at says. Well, the thing you're looking at could be could be wrong. Well, the thing you're looking at is wrong because I did it and like the after you get past the ice cave, I did it a couple times. I was going to try to level up, and all you get is to keep is your party experience. You go back to that level you were when you first saved. I was pissed. (laughs) I was like, "What the hell?" Yeah. Uh, so like I said, all of it poorly explained within the confines of the game. Uh, so aside from that. And kind of talked about, you know, uh, what what makes this game a game, uh, to to be fair. So, Nick, what are some things that you actually liked about Dragon Quarter? Um, I'm, I guess I'll just preface this by saying, if this was not a Breath of Fire game, I would have enjoyed it probably more than I did. Okay. Um, taking it as its merits. So, that being said, I thought the like the ability to sneak up on enemies and get like an extra attack in was pretty cool. Um, I liked the chaining of the like the different levels of your attacks and, and using them to make combo attacks. Mm-hmm. Uh, like there weren't very many. Like Ryu only has fucking cross slash, but he has all these attacks. Lin has a fucking million of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess that's a negative, but anyway, um, I like the. Um, Shit, the like I like the dragon transformation when you turn into a dragon, but like I wish I could use it more. I guess that that's the point. It's OP as fuck. Yeah, um, it's it's stupid powerful. Um, I mean, I guess that's really it. Like I thought the I guess the ex- exploration was kind of different, like having shit locked behind you and stuff. Okay, like locked on you was like not cool. Like it's not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not liking it. But I just thought it was like a different thing. It was, it was definitely different. Know. 
and like I said, it, it would it, it, it it's an interesting system if the like the core game wasn't so long, right? Like having those locked behind a D ratio, I don't think would necessarily be a problem with additional cutscenes if like the core game your first playthrough without like too much, you know, effort could easily be beat in in eight to ten hours, right? Like if you could beat the core game in eight hours without like attempting like speed run maneuvers, then the whole reset and do it again wouldn't necessarily be too much of a problem because you'd beat it, you'd know the story, you kind of know how the game plays, but you could even say make, you know, some of the enemies like scale based on your D level. So you could like you could make this tiered new game plus system where by the say the fourth or fifth playthrough like you've gotten the entirety of the story i think i would have a less of a problem with that um than i do the the current the current state of the you know yeah but anyway um kevin what are some things that that worked for you uh in in the gameplay of this game um honestly i really like the battle system um i like going into battle because I felt like everyone mattered. Like there wasn't like a useless character. Maybe Lynn towards the end, she wasn't as useful as she was in the beginning. But everyone had their role. Like you know, reuse your tank. Nina's your you know magic, and Lynn's like your range person. And uh, I don't know. I like getting into bat. I like the battles. Um, I kind of like how grindy it was because I kind of like the grindiness stuff of it. But um, it kind of felt like a tactics RPG. You can just like run into battle and just you know hack your way through it you had to kind of think about it depending on who the character was and you know you could use Lynn to figure out what their weaknesses are and you know go through it that way um that's that's the my favorite part about it okay um and i like the the music the music is really good okay so. um but the as far as like uh gameplay aspects is basically combat was the only thing that really worked for you yeah yeah, gameplay wise, like everything else was like, yeah, I, I didn't care for it at all. So. Okay, all right. Uh, as far as I go, um, I'm right there with you. I really enjoyed the way combat flow worked in this game. Like, it was, since the game can be so challenging, you have to really be on point with knowing, you know, when you walk into a room, like, you might not always want to just go run around the next corner or just take off running through the room or uh, anything like that, you kind of scope out what's happening and you proceed with caution almost 100% of the time because because you want to get the sneak attacks, you want to get extra turns, you want to get extra turns of the right character. You want, um, you know, if it's a huge clump of characters, you got some dynamite, you want to use the dynamite to, to kind of get some spread AOE damage in there. Uh, you know, it, and, and then in the fight, you have to, you kind of really do have to to think about it, you're not just gonna roll in with Ryu and use his core, um, you know, attack mechanics and come through successful every time because you know there's no other than constantly buying consumables. There's no real easy way to restore health, so you are constantly um, managing everything uh, to be as optimal as possible. And it, it does provide an interesting challenge. Uh, I really enjoyed some of the uh, the way that some enemies had very specific mechanics 
to beat them, while some like Flans and others are um, more frustrating than not. Like the the guys that could only take magic damage were really frustrating early on because it'd take you a good while to beat them because you had to lure them in to get the trap behind them and then use Lin's knockback to knock them into a trap to kill them, and that's the only way to kill them. Um, uh, I liked that, uh, even if it was frustrating sometimes. And I'm with you. I like all the characters and how useful they are as far as in and out of combat because, uh, you know, you can always initiate combat from afar, especially, like, groups of flying characters with Lin was always good to start combat off with. Uh, Things... That's you know that's um that's pretty much all I I really cared for the like the core of any RPG is its combat system and I think this one was solid um, if not surrounded by the rest of it being garbage because I in and all in all honesty I also liked the ant farm uh, kind of system like I know those systems in these Breath of Fire games are kind of grindy and tedious but. Um, being able to return there from any points and doing all that and kind of keeping up with it. I, I kind of like those micromanagey town building kind of things. Um, that was fun to me. Uh, things I didn't care for in gameplay. I did not like the fact that there were no ends. It was very frustrating, but it kind of enforces this whole restart, do it right mechanic. Uh, I did not like some of the, uh, Nick, what are some things you didn't like? You just you just start off. I'll, I'll come back to it because I'd completely lost my train of thought. Um, okay, uh, I did not like that the way to uh, accumulate a lot of the skills in combat. You had to either steal from uh, enemies or just find them uh, in chests and shit. Um, I did not like that uh, AP was used for movement and attacking. Sometimes I would like move, like accidentally, like move a little bit out of fucking like over and lose the AP was going to use to attack. That could have easily um, been fixed with like I. I so wish that that circle, that movement circle, adjusted based on your AP. Like after yeah. you attack, like if you want to attack, then move away. Like the fact that the circle still like ginormous doesn't help me. That is zero help to me. Exactly. Like, I don't know how, how much further away can I move, and it's just like, oh, they have all that range still. Like, no, no. Yeah. No. Um, uh, this is the, the dragon fucking thing. Did not like that. Was, why even bother including the mechanic? Um, I guess uh, I did not like the lack of, I guess, combos. If you, if you find a lot of skills, but you only get, like, the one or two combos, it's like, what the hell is the point of having combos? Um, when you only have the one, uh, for you at least. Lynn has a bunch, but they all use like, the same three or four skills in just different orders, so, uh, whatever. Um, I don't know, y'all probably didn't do the Secret Dungeon, but I will say that's the thing I liked, because, uh, if you go there, it kind of resets your level and everything to one, and you, uh, you, you can do it at any point in the game. You can do it from the very beginning of the game, if you have an unlock, and do it at the end of the game. But you start at level one, and you kind of work your way through it, uh, and then you can just see how deep you get. Uh, so that was kind of cool. It was like a challenge thing. Um, but yeah, for like, the stuff, that's really, I really just dislike a lot of the combat stuff. Okay. Much as y'all like the combat. Um, I'm with you on the, I don't mind using the AP for both movement and actions, um, because it gives you just like a, like a set resource pool to do both things with. I just wish it was easier to 
you know, um, move without... So let's say you have 68 AP. You were going to use 60 of them for your combo. It was easier to tell how far you could move without breaking that threshold or after attacking. Like if I attack my combos with Lin and then I want to move out or move away um, to be able to tell how far I'm going to go um, was all frustrating. I don't like party experience like i understand why it's there as far as the reset mechanic but also being that the reset mechanic kind of sucks and is garbage the fact that there is this party experience pool that uh i kind of kept forgetting about you know like i would be like oh shit now i have a ton of party experience like i gotta give this money because shit was getting hard or what have you um i i just don't i don't like that you know like i, I mean it's it's kind of it's a cool concept, but executed poorly, I think, um, in this case. I don't like that the the rarity and ineffectiveness of some of the consumables, being that they're your primary way of healing, um, a lot of the consumables felt really lackluster, uh, and I don't understand why, because you can use as many of them as you want in combat, so why do they need to be weak? Uh or why can't there be more tears or what have you? It just, I don't know. Um, it, it, like the, the using the consumables became incredibly tedious. Uh, I did not like, again, I'm with you, the dragon form and, and D counter were pretty shitty. I wish there had been more puzzles. Like, I don't even think there were any true puzzles. Like, uh, I guess since you're playing the game, you're intended to play the game over and over again, like the use of puzzles would be kind of kind of shitty. Um, yeah, like uh, overall, the biggest thing I, I guess I would say is a lot of stuff just ended up feeling unrewarding, right? So um, there are very sharp spikes in power you get from items or um, certain skills, while the rest of it's just kind of garbage. And a lot of the powerful stuff, you have to do stuff like, all right, so I guess my biggest, like, my biggest example of this is the first fight where you get the dragon form, where you get to, like, play around with it for a second, even though, you know, it is counting towards your D counter. Like, there's stupid good stuff that you have to let the other guys attack Lin to steal in order to get. And that, to me, is garbage. Like, that's fucking stupid. Why, why would you do that? And uh, that's, that's not the only, a lot of these times, like in some of these group boss fights where you're fighting multiple guys, it's like, well, you should probably let them hit you a few times so you can steal stuff. Because steal's a defensive skill instead of an offensive skill, which is fucking mind-boggling to me why you would make that, <laughs> that, a, that a fucking decision to make. Um I'm with Nick on some of the skills are kind of pointless, uh, and you get a ton of them, but you only ever set very few. Um, I like the I, back to likes. I did like the idea of having different loadouts. So like you have the three weapons that you can kind of interchange and use different loadouts on them if you wanted to. Like that's also a cool concept. Ineffective in practice, which is seems to be a recurring theme in this game, uh, but interesting nonetheless. Uh, and yeah, that's that's kind of Kevin. What are some things that didn't work for you, uh, gameplay wise, in this game? Uh, gameplay, uh, gameplay wise, I didn't I didn't like um, like the beginning of the game was so overly hard. Like 
it made I can understand why a lot of people didn't buy it because you probably rented it and you played it for like an hour and you were frustrated and you just said no. Um, like for example, you only have like I think when the beginning of your inventory you only have like two pages, mm. oh, and God. and they only, they only stack in like they can only stack in ten, so you can't really after you get like a whole bunch of those question mark things you don't know what if they're good or bad and you don't want to throw them away, and so you're like okay I only have a few room, a little bit of room for um for healing items so you kind of like kind of screwed at the beginning because you yeah really. And then having to backtrack, like, I backtracked a lot because I didn't want to die. So I had to backtrack all the way through the whole dungeon just to get back to someone that sold healing items. And, you know, that took, takes like 10, 15 minutes to go all the way back down, all the way back up. So, you know, that was kind of frustrating. Um, I don't know if, if it was for you guys, but for me, like, the lighting was super bad like, oh, yeah, in all the bad. dungeons. It's bad. Like, you couldn't really see where you're going half the time. And I don't know if that's, like, because they're trying to make it, like, you know, you're underground and all that kind of stuff, but like you can't see where the door is. It's kind of annoying. Yeah, <clears throat> I think that was more of a, a thematic choice than than anything else. Um, and but uh, yeah, even like yeah. in the like, final dungeon, like there's like one really bright room. You're like, okay, this is how it should be, but then you go to the next room over, and it's just as dark. Yeah. Uh, so. I mean, yeah, and we'll get to more on that uh, when we talk about the visuals. But yeah, I'm with you. It's hard to see things. It was hard to do a lot. And the also, yeah, the inventory was kind of shit. And you start off with just enough uh, Zenny to buy six uh, heal kits. And, you know, that. And if you try and make it through the first dungeon or the first place where you're going from, uh, like, up the lift to get to the to Biocourt where you still have Bosch in your party, if you don't lead your party with Bosch, you try and get through there by leading your party with Ryu you're going to die. Like, you are going to fail. Like, that is the worst possible choice you could make. And, you know, it's uh, it's just stuff like that that's overly... Yeah, they don't describe, like, like how you said they like, can have, like, three different weapons, three different shields um, equipped on you so you can switch between them. Like, I didn't figure that out through halfway through the game. <laughs> I was, like, just selling them off so I can buy more healing items. And I'm like, oh, I could have all my skills, like, with Nina... Um, you can't have all her magic on one, you know, level level two magic on one wand. You can only you have to you know have two or three to get all her moves. Mm-hmm. So then, like, you get into a battle, you need ice magic. You're like, shit, that's on my. I don't have that equipped to that wand. And then you kind of have to like struggle through that battle. So that was pretty annoying. Yep, uh, there were there were a lot of annoying things in this game. If you were to ask me, uh, a lot of things that just. Of this is a PlayStation 2 game, guys. I mean, by this point, I think a lot of some of these archaic, difficult for difficult sakes kind of stuff should should be gone. Like there's like it shouldn't be this 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 uh this trifling, right? It's yeah. It's, and the thing is, like the director did it all on purpose. I know, and it's um it's unfortunate because it it uh, Breath of Fire is in so far to me has been an awesome series and it uh this stark departure uh does kind of done kind of hurt it and i don't know if i'm necessarily with nick on uh, it being a breath of fire game um had really mattered to me because i don't have the same attachment to the series but we had the discussion last week where you know um breath of fire games means certain things to nick where it doesn't mean those things to me 
So um, that and I was kind of prepared. Like I kind of knew that this was going to be different. Like I wasn't like waiting at home for the next Breath of Fire game to get this, which would have been, I would have been in that boat with like, fuck this, you know. It's traumatizing. It's and you know the best part? Yeah. Like when it came out, like all of like the like the media journalists, the game reviewers, whatever, like mainstream reviewers were like, oh man, this game's like 90, 95. It's, it's such a departure from that generic JRPG formula that's out there. Uh, blah blah blah. It's a unique game. So everybody's like, "Oh fuck yeah, great, let's buy it." And then everybody that was like actually a fan of the fucking genre is just like, <laughs> "What?" Yeah. Um, it's like, go ahead. I was gonna say it's like you you played all the the four previous ones and you have an idea of what a Breath of Fire game is, and then you put this in and it's like this is nothing like if like if it was a whole other game, it might have had like a cult following, or some people like this kind of grindy stuff. But because it was Breath of Fire, so many people probably tried this and was like, "What the hell is this?" So. And the worst part is like when people like there was backlash from this game. Capcom was probably like, "Oh, people don't like Breath of Fire anymore. Oh, I guess we're throwing that in the trash." All right. Yeah, I read on. Go ahead. Yeah, I was Go reading on. like on Wikipedia, like the director felt like the other the previous Breath of Fire games were too easy, so he wanted to design it to be more difficult and as the the process he kept on making it more and more difficult so i don't understand that okay all right so we might as well go ahead and score it then uh nick what do you go give gameplay um i'll give it a 2.5 i guess okay kevin where yet i liked a lot and i didn't like a lot so i'm gonna but i liked a I like the battling. I really like the battling, so I'm gonna give it like a three point five. Okay. Um, seeing as I can separate it from the series because I don't have nostalgic attachments to the series, um, you know, there were things that I liked. There were things that 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 kept me uh, allowed me to keep playing when I was I would rather have been doing something else. Um, but you know, it's. If you ask me if I'd ever play it again, the answer is probably no. So, you know, it, it was it was overall underwhelming. It wasn't punishing. I didn't feel like it was overly punishing or, uh, you know, actively a bad time. But it, it was underwhelming. So I think I'm gonna I'm gonna. It's hard because it's like you know. Ah, just I'll give it a two. Like, my thing is, like, the gameplay is okay. It's okay. It's not great. It's not, like, fucking terrible. It's okay, but it, it could be a lot better. Yeah, uh, it could be a lot better, and, you know, it's just uh, there are enough things that y- you would just go, why, too, and it, you know, it's a two. I'm just, gonna, I'm just gonna rip that band-aid and call it a two. But uh, let's move on to story. Uh, Nick, why don't you? So we've established that there are there's the story, and then there's what you get in your initial playthrough, <laughs> right? Um, so why don't you give us the gist of the story? If you want to throw in some of the additional stuff that uh, we get in those extra scenes afterwards, go for it. Um, if not, just kind of 
cover what the, what the gist says. Yeah, you got it. Okay, I'll just give you what I like what I recall because it doesn't let you know that the new shit you get is new shit when okay. you get it, unless you just finished playing the game. So I, my file I played was I already had stuff unlocked. So okay. Um, the basic plot is this. Uh, it takes place in an alternate timeline of the Breath of Fire universe. Um, there's like an apocalypse that happens somehow. Uh, the remnants of humanity are in this underground bunker. Um, eventually, life uh, became the way that their uh, people were somehow sorted into groups by their um, fuck their potential. Mm-hmm. So the lowest people, the people with the lowest potential, were rated the lowest. The D ratio of uh, the one or eight one nine eight six or whatever. And the people with the highest D ratio were considered to be uh, the better people. They had the most potential, so they got to be like nobility and the upper class, all that kind of crap. Um, pretty much, your main character reuse Ranger. He's joined like this uh, core to go out and like fight monsters and protect people and shit. Uh, I think it's like his uh, first day on the job. Like he's a rough new recruit, and his partner is Bosch, who's been doing it a little bit. Uh, and he's, he's, of course, uh, one of the higher-ranked D-ratio people. He's got a better potential, so he's in charge. Um, a lot of stuff happens. You end up meeting Nina, uh, this girl with these, like, w- quote-unquote wings. They're actually, like, you find out they're, like, air filters. She's using an experiment to try to uh, purge the pollution that's overwhelming the bunker. Uh, you meet up with Lynn, uh, who's kind of like the whole roguish character who doesn't play by the rules, like against the corporations, all that kind of stuff. Um, and uh, Ryu also uh, gets uh, merged with this creature thing uh, called Odin. Uh, I find out like through like uh, inner communication, the ship between the two characters that he's a dragon. He's trying to reach the surface. So your mission becomes reach the surface, and mainly I, th- I feel like Ryu's doing it mainly for Nina because she needs to be in that fresh air to breathe properly. Because mm-hmm. she's dying, her lungs are fucked up because of the, the air purifier things. Um, so shit happens. You get a you eventually fight a boss who also got uh, like a dragon infusion thing. Uh, you fight somebody who used to be the partner with Odin. Um, which is a strange thing because you, all throughout the game you're, you're, uh, 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 you're finding out that people who usually feed to the dragon die if the dragon's removed or whatever. Um, and the dragons aren't even really like dragons, they're like genetic experiment things. Uh, anyway, uh, you get to the end of the game and you walk up the stairs, like you open the door, uh, like, that's it. Yep, pretty much. Um... It's it's an interesting uh, story because it's it's the kind of it's the kind of like weird post apocalyptic kind of stuff that like I would totally dig in like a comic book and you would think I would dig it in a game and this idea of of working your way up to the surface to save yourself and to save Nina um, is pretty compelling if you ask me uh, just it's it's not it's not it's not overwhelmingly great either like uh, i didn't i did i never grew an attachment to any of the characters and i don't necessarily know why they had cool moments 
Um, they definitely, uh, like, I definitely, like, was it just me or was Bosch? Did Bosch remind anybody else of Algus from Final Fantasy Tactics? Yes. Like, the minute I met him, I'm like, this fucker's gonna kill my friend's sister. Like, the minute he started talking, I'm like, this fucker's gonna kill my friend's sister. Like, he's an asshole. Like, I just <laughs> know he's gonna be an asshole. Um, so, I mean, him, like, going through the, the genetic experiment to, to bond with a dragon is uh, interesting. Uh, like, this weird tiered cast system, I think, is interesting. A lot of the world stuff, to me, is really interesting. But uh, for some reason, like, none of it really clicked, and I didn't care. Um, and I don't know if you guys feel the same. So, um, Well, the worst part would be you might have cared if you had the whole plot. It's possible. That is possible. Uh, it, it, I just didn't... I, I never become attached to the character. I didn't become attached to the characters, so... Um, but, Kevin, what are some things that worked for you in the, the story and plot of this game? Um, I really hated the story, to be honest. Okay. I didn't think anything really worked because um, I felt like there, was, there wasn't any real character development. Like, everyone in the beginning is like, okay, uh, Lynn, I'm, I need to get Nina to um, my base. Um, Ryu, for some reason, wants to save Nina, doesn't really say why. He's like, I gotta save Nina, I gotta save Nina, I gotta get to the surface to save Nina. And there's, like, no reason, like, okay, maybe he, he's, he has feelings for her or whatever, but they don't ever say why. It's just, I gotta do it for Nina. And maybe they're trying to convey that and how he looks or acts or whatever around her, but I didn't feel like it that worked. It didn't really come off, you know, one way or another. Um, and you just keep, they don't explain why um, everyone's trying to stop him from getting to the surface. Like, they just say, we can't get you, like, we, we're just trying to stop you. Like, I don't, I don't like that you have to play, like, three times to, just to get all the story. Like, you mm-hmm. should, and, like, for me, the story um, is what motivates me to keep playing. It was hard to do that when I don't have any, real, like, like you said, there's no connection to any of the characters. They're just kind of, you know, the, from the beginning of the game to the end of the game, it's the same, like, nothing really changes. Yeah, they're, they're all pretty flat, and... And by all means, like, Bosch is the most, uh, like, gets the most character development, right? Because you yeah. start off with this guy that he's he's cocky, but, like, he's he's driven. Like, he's, he's like, I got this high D ratio. I'm going to the top. Like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get there. Um, and then he kind of does some things where you're like, he doesn't really care so much about Ryu because he's this low D. But that's the environment he's brought up in, so you kind of expect it and you kind of don't see it. Then comes the moment where you, uh, you know, he's kind of told like he, you know, what he, what has to be done. Ryu gets in his way, so he makes the choice to kill. Obviously, uh, you know, is his partner, but we don't know for how long or what their friendship was really like. All he knows is here's a guy, um, carrying cargo that or property of his employer, in cahoots with a known criminal, who has attacked him already telling him, like, trying to stop him. So, I mean, he d- he makes a reasonable choice in, you know, attacking Ryu. Then he sees Ryu bond with a dragon in front of him, even though he's a low, a low D, and he's got a high D ratio, and he has to report back to somebody with this, and, like, he just gets all this shit rained on him because the hero of our story is just 
coming through and he has to make these tough choices where he's like he goes through with the experiment to become the you know bond with his own dragon like for if, to me that character story is more than interesting than our main character's story totally um, agree totally agree and I agree. uh on top of that something about a breath of fire game where the main character has dialogue bothered me <laughs> because I it, it's our, our always kind of uh, you know iffy to have uh, the main character have dialogue, but it happens and it it can happen well to make you know to to create that you know create that character. But uh, we are so used to Ryu being the silent protagonist, where we get this this kind of like. Like he's kind of a jackass. Like I mean, he's kind of an asshole. Where, uh, you know, he's no trust for nobody except for Nina. Like he's just giving Lynn shit for like in two hours after you pick her up, and it, I don't know. It just well, it's like you said with Bosch. He's a product of his environment. Like he is like the lowest of the low. Everybody treats him with disrespect all the time. He's mm-hmm. trash. Yeah. Why should he care about what anybody else has to do? Because nobody cares about him. That's fair, and that's fair. That's, like, he, that's like he probably his obsession with Nina probably stems from the fact that he's finally found somebody weaker than him. So he's he's like I owe it. Like, I, like maybe he's got this like moral com- complex, like something like he owes her that treatment that nobody else would show anybody else in this world. Yeah, like she she looks to him for protection, and like nobody else has. And I don't know. I guess that that spurs him on his his adventure. Um, and that'd be that'd be great if they said anything about that, <laughs> but they never say anything. Um, you like, know, it's never. I, I guess I, I just I, they they could have, they could put a little bit of dialogue in there or something a cutscene like it was there was there wasn't much or maybe there was a cutscene that I had to beat the game a couple times to see. It's possible. You know? It's probably what it is. You know, I think I, you, I think you get all of the cutscenes where your characters are. I think a lot of the additional ones are where it's showing something happening somewhere else. I think is the additional cutscenes, like the ones. Okay. What? Go ahead. Um, y'all played like just new game, right? No extra cutscenes. Yeah, I didn't have any. Well, to my knowledge. Well, if you, I guess, if you restart or do a um, soft restart where you go back to your save point, you get some of those SOL videos, like where Lynn walks into the corp place and she, she sees all the, the Nina headless bodies. I saw that, you know, stuff like that. Okay. But. Cause I was just curious. Cause like, uh, I know you, you like, you find out that, the the, El- the Elrond, Elion, fuck his name, the blue guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was the first one to have Odin and he's like the highest potential. And for a long time, they were trying to do people, who had really high potentials with the dragons, but they were failing every time they would fail. So they used Ryu as an experiment to try the lowest potential mm-hmm. person um, to see what happened. Yeah, I never, but, I never saw that one. Yeah, that okay, that's, yeah, because like you get a lot more plot out of what the fuck's happening with the characters. And I guess where Ryu like. himself comes from, because I have no, I had no idea that that Ryu, they had anything to do with 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 Ryu being where Ryu was. Yeah, he, yeah, I didn't know that. that I thought it was just random. <laughs> well, there you go. So, so um, yeah, it's just a lot hidden behind it. Like now, I guess I should. I guess I could go watch all the cutscenes on like YouTube, but I don't feel like I should have to to understand the story of the game. 
Um, so, and YouTube wasn't even around when this game came out, so no one could have done that. So, uh, Nick, what are some things that worked for you and didn't work for you? Because I don't think anybody's listed anything that worked for them yet. Um, for the, the storyline? Yeah. Um, I guess I can appreciate the... Uh, Look, the I guess just what once you actually get the plot, uh, like you understand a little bit more of each character's motivations. Like uh, in this particular game, you don't get very much for the the protagonists about anything about like them. Mm-hmm. The core plot of this game comes from the supporting characters and the villains, and once you actually get access to the information, like their thought processes and the way that everything works and kind of comes together, is kind of interesting. Uh, but that's like, really all I can say positive for the game. Like, I didn't understand Lynn's motivation after, you know, you get to her base, and she's like, well, I gotta see this whole thing through now. But I might die. I, I didn't get that part. Um, that, you know, but that's that's more tropey than anything, where you have a character that has uh, a single motivation that gets accomplished midway through the game, then decides to continue on with the party to see things through. Like, that happens a lot. Uh... But honest. it wasn't like they could. It was just like one sentence. Well, I, you know, I've been gone. Well, I went this far. Might as well keep going. Like, there's got to be something more than that. But I mean, at least that's what I want. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess you could just imply that she is like become attached to them somehow, even though we don't see that. Mm-hmm. Like she's become attached to them. Like is kind of worried about them, cares for them a little bit, and wants to help them see their goal through. That's really all I can surmise from that. Yeah. Um... If I were to pull out anything that I liked, and that would just be the world building, like the idea of this this corporate run, like underground bunker, like post apocalyptic thing, uh, that you have to like you know work your way to the surface to to be free or or what have you, and it's slowly becoming polluted and all this stuff. Um, like I can dig on that. Like I'm cool with that. Uh, but it everything else was just such garbage, such hot steaming garbage, that it's uh it's hard to find any anything any other enjoyment in it. Well, I guess development was really rushed, and they had to cut a lot of stuff too, like how the world got oh, destroyed and all that kind of stuff. Oh, you can tell so. tons of stuff were was cut from this game in the gameplay alone. Like like Nick was talking, where you have all these skills, but maybe four or five combos. To me. That seems like a late development, like, well, we don't have time to put more combos in, just fuck it, kind of thing, right? Um, yeah. So a lot of that, a lot of that felt you could you could kind of tell that um, they didn't have nearly as long to to work on it as perhaps they should have. And also, like all the towns, all the MP, there's like maybe one or two NPCs to kind of give you some more backstory. Like they could have put a few more people in there or something like that. You know, none of the towns had really anything interesting except for maybe the first one. Uh, even that's kind of whatever. So, uh, like the only thing I remember is like the, the little kid that wanted to be a ranger. Like that's the one thing that I remember from all, all the NPCs. Let's go ahead. I feel like that's a trope though. Cause like almost every game you play, like if there's like some kind of mercenary faction or like, army thing like you're always gonna find some little kid that's like oh i can't wait till i grow up and be yeah the, every, a, a knight every hometown ever has has the kid that tells them that <laughs> they wants to be whatever the main character is when they grow up i know and that was 
That was the best thing I remember. Like, I even think, like, Pokemon Blue and Red had a little kid running around town. Like, I can't wait till I'm old enough to be a trainer. Like, it's everywhere. It's prolific. Uh, but anyway, let's go ahead and score it. Nick, why don't you go first? Um, why don't you get done with the things I disliked? Oh, what are some things you disliked? I'm sorry. Go for it. That's all good. Um, I think the biggest thing I dislike about like the plot and the world development in this game is that they effectively switched a lot of the roles around for each of the characters. Like Ryu talks, Nina's quiet. Um, Nina's not uh, a winger anymore, or sorry, like I can't remember what the fuck you call the bird person, bird tribe. Mm-hmm. She just she still has quote unquote wings, but it's not. She's not that. Like everybody's human in this game. Uh, except for Lynn, for some fucking reason. Uh, well, even Nina's not a, not even a fucking living creature. She's like, some ex- well, I guess she's living, but she's like some experiment thing. Well, I guess she was human, but she got like, whatever. She's like a like, that's all or fucking, It's all convoluted. Um, like there are no. The, the, like I feel like the only like other races are like you fight them, uh, as like creatures, and shit. Like this. It feels like they were built. They made a game. Like they had somebody making a game, and they're like, "Uh, well, shit, Breath of Fire Four is done. I guess we should pop a new one out." And some other guy, like in the in the corner somewhere, is like working on his pet project. He's like a masochist or some shit. And he's like, "Man, I gotta have this really hard game." And they're like, uh, "Hey, what are you doing over there? I see you're like mostly done with the game. Uh, we'll just uh, we're just gonna take that, and put some like Breath of Fire shit in there, and uh, you know, we'll just sell that as the next product. That sounds like a good it, fucking idea." It feels more no, like this to was- me. This was the, the director from all the other games, the same director, and he thought the other games were too easy, and that's why he did this. Uh, if, it was all well, him. That, and it feels more like uh, this is the PlayStation 2, and it's this director. There's a board meeting at some point, because he's got bosses to answer to and improve shit through. Right. Um, I guarantee you, the, like, Capcom is like, look, um, you know, the JRPG is changing. It's evolving to be these different things. You know, we want a new Breath of Fire title, but we want it... You know, we would need something different and fresh. And they're like, all right, well, we still have to hit all the Breath of Fire points, but we want to be as far away from Breath of Fire as possible. And that that pendulum just swung too far the other direction. You know what I'm saying? Where they were just like, fine, you want it different? Let's do it. You know, and and, (laughs) uh, I don't, you know, if he thought, like, as far as JRPGs go, because JRPGs are, like, to me, are kind of easy in general, like, mostly with the exception of a few boss fights I could probably think of where they're mostly pretty easy. Um, and I thought, I already thought breath of fire was, you know, it was of moderate challenge. I didn't think he has the easiest JRPG ever played. So, I mean, I don't know what he's what crack he be smoking, but anyway, uh, what else? Don't yeah, you like? so, what else don't you like? Nick? What, uh, I just, I strongly just like, I guess we talked over that already. The, like you have to, beat the game to experience the plot, shit like that. And I just like that there was... The character development is just gone. Like, I just... There's no camaraderie, it doesn't feel like, so... Yeah, they don't feel like... Other than the way Nina treats Ryu, like, none of them feel like they should ever be in the same room together. Like, why? Yeah. Ah, well, fuck it. I guess score time. (laughs) I mean, you don't have anything else? I think we kind of, like, shat on it enough. Yeah, alright, score it, Nick. What do you got for me? Fucking one. Ooh, that's brutal as shit. Kevin, one. 
I mean, what, uh, what's, what's your score? I mean, not one. <laughs> like, I was stuck on, like, fuck, Nick dropped a one. Damn it. Is one the lowest I can go, or can I go .5? No, it's a one's the lowest you can go. Let's not let's not make this crazy. All right, one. one. All right. Uh, you know, what did we give Digimon World Story? Probably like a 1.5 or some shit. I don't feel like it's worse than that. So I'll give it a two to be safe. Like I, uh, it's it's not good. It's it's not. It probably good. would have been better if they had everything available in the first playthrough. It probably would have, I would have gave it like a two or three. But because like what you get when you play it, like the majority of people have played it, like it has like it can't. It's not. There's nothing there. There's no character development or no anything. So that's why I gave it a one. I would have, yeah, I would probably given it like a three point five or something if you had access to the whole plot, but the whole, like, it's not there. Yeah, it's, it's just gone. Yeah, it's yeah, it's bad. All right, on to music. Okay, uh, so for me, the music in this game, while it was probably one of the high points of the game, was also still lackluster. Like, uh, none of it I found overly interesting, overly... uh, It was just all kind of felt bland and kind of tropey to me. Uh, It was not... It just wasn't great. Uh, Nick, how did you feel about the music? Things that worked, things that didn't work? Um, I mean, they for the most part fit what they were like what they were going for with each of the locations, like the the battle music, the fighting, the boss fight music. Um, but I can't remember any of it. Me either. Other than the victory sound, which is in our opener. Yeah. So. And even then, even then, every time I listen to it, I'm like, that's not a Breath of Fire song. Uh, that's that's fair, Kevin. Music, things that worked, uh, things that didn't work. So I really liked the music. That's one of my favorite parts about it. Um, and I did a little research on why why it was so good. And it was produced by the guy that did Chrono Trigger and composed by the guy that did Final Fantasy Tactics. So, I, I but, uh, None of that came across to me. Because, like, I mean, it did not feel like either of those soundtracks. But, I mean... Uh, I don't know. I, I kind of enjoyed the music. Um, my favorite, my favorite one was like when you got to um, center. I think is what was called, like the final area mm-hmm. um, before you fought all the, or when we fought all the regents. Um, I really liked that music, and I liked the boss music. Um, so I, I had no problems with any of the music to me. All right, I take I take your word for it. It just uh, you know to us it was. I mean we. It could be, we hear a lot of soundtracks, right? So it takes a lot to kind of impress us and stand out for us. You have a little bit more of a refined palette than I do? Not necessarily a refined palette, just we hear a lot of these types of songs, and it takes something different. So, like, out of all the Breath of Fires we've played, I can tell you most of them were pretty good, and the only one that stands out to me is three because it had that, that jazz theme to it. Right, like that to me, when I think of Breath of Fire music, I'm like, oh fucking Breath of Fire 3's music was great. Even though four is really good, two is really good. Um, 
so it's it's just you got to do something really to catch my attention personally with the music i feel um so yeah that and i'm biased yeah i mean it's it to be fair like it, it can be hard to separate the the music from the rest of the game so i mean like we have like if you're not having fun like the song can be catchy as fuck but if you're just sitting there in misery <laughs> it doesn't matter how good that song is well, I was I was having fun at that point because I was using my decounter because I had like twenty percent when I got to center. And I was just decountering all the final bosses, so that was really fun for me. Like it's like I saved all of it up to the end, so maybe that's why I enjoyed it a little bit more at the end there. You're like five. Well, I enjoyed it at the end because I was like, I'm almost fucking done. I don't have to look at this thing anymore. <laughs> uh, oh. Best part of the game: the credit roll. Okay. Uh, I will tell you though the uh, I think it was the electric power building that that sound that song there was pretty fucking tight. Well, I mean it's because it's got like this weird industrial techno kind of thing going, like most of the music does. Um, I don't know. It, it, it's it, I I still wasn't impressed. But anyway, like, I, f- I feel though like now that Kudos told us that the Final Fantasy Tactics guy was responsible for some of the like responsible in some way for the music uh i hear a lot of the instruments that were being used in like the final Fantasy tactics soundtrack uh, in a lot of these songs so i can see that like the arrangement was yeah, still sakamoto like the, or whatever his name was the arrangement was 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 the same i guess like like he was doing the arrangements and i guess that would that would make sense but to me it's still not i mean yeah it's not a winner to me i mean and I'm no music uh, aficionado, so I could be wrong. And somebody will probably correct me and be like, "Hey, that's the best part of the game." Hey, to me, didn't care. So if it didn't make me, it didn't heighten my enjoyment. It didn't necessarily lower my enjoyment either. So I'll give it. I'll give the music a three. I think that's that's a fair score for me. So three, Nick, you. Um, I will as well because, like I said, it's it did its job. Uh, it, it definitely probably carried more weight than anything else in the game, uh, but still leaves me impacted in any meaningful way. So three, sure thing. And Kevin, um, I'm gonna give it a four. All right. So next we go on to visuals. So, uh, for me, for visuals, the the deal was this. I thought some of the uh, I thought some of the choices made, like uh, stylistically, were kind of cool. Uh, there were a couple things that really kind of like the like I really liked how they put the cutscenes together. Well, the I mean, like the the actual like where like the dragons talking to you, and you get a lot of the flashes and that kind of stuff. Uh, I thought was really interesting. Uh, and then there's one moment in particular that really stood out to me visually. And this is when you're returning back to the low sector burrow and you're walking across the train tracks. Then all of a sudden a background, like a giant work grant turns and walks away from one of the, the pillars and walks to another one I thought was really cool. Um, but the rest of it was just kind of meh. Like the, uh, I didn't really care for how the dragon form looked. I didn't care for the like the main bad guy and like the the blue or when uh what's his face turns and it's all like this red 
digital fucking thing. Like, none of that was really interesting or compelling to me. Um, the character designs were okay. Ryu looked like a girl, if you ask me. Just straight up looked like a girl. Uh, some of it was just, just strange. The monster designs were okay, even though a lot of it got, you know, reused. So, um, yeah, I mean, uh, there were cool things. Like, there were cool moments, and I again, another case where there was potential there to do some really cool stuff. And overall, I, I was kind of let down um, by the lack of variety that there was. Nick, what about how do you feel about the visuals? Um, I'm with you. And I know people shit on the, like, when you play a game, you're like, oh, you have the lava world, you've got the forest dungeon, you've got the winter ice place, mm-hmm. uh, you've got, like, the open plains, and you've got your castle town, and you've got your generic village town. Uh, but that's because the variety is nice to look at for your eyes. Like, and then it leaves you with, like, uh, like moments, like points, I guess points of interest. So like when you're calling back on something you went to, you're like, uh, this thing took place in the ice place. Uh, this event happened in the castle, so on and so forth. Uh, the problem with putting a game in a fucking industrial complex bunker thing underground is that it all looks like fucking same. Yeah, like, like in the... you're walking in an endless fucking hallway with metals and lights and boxes, and like eventually you like go to a laboratory, and then you get to, like an electrical plant, and then you're in the slums, but it's it's all bland. Yeah, it was all in the to- like the colors were all muted. Everything was brown and gray, and I, I think they could have done a lot with those tropes, but applied them to this. Like you know, you're going through. Like, you know, spend more time in, like, a huge cryogenic area and everything's frozen in ice and spend time in the forge and there's fire and lava monsters everywhere. And they could have really taken that that trope and applied it to this and made it way cooler, but they didn't. So, yeah. Um, other than that, I, do, I dislike the, um, the departure from the pixel graphics because, like... Breath of Fire 3, Breath of Fire 4, like, I would say almost the epitome of pixel art on that system. Then you get to this, like, thick, cel-shaded 3D model crap, and, like, it's, uh, it's I not really great. I, I, you know, in the, in the age of 3D, um, looking back on early 3D, I, I prefer this stylized approach to 3D more than some of the early attempts at like, you know, like, uh, like texturing and all that kind of stuff. Cause this holds up way better than some of the early texturing. And it's that uh, specific reason. I think final fantasy seven holds up better visually than eight does. And in some cases nine, because just to kind of like compare like the stylized lower polygon thick bulky things um they scale better on newer technology you know you don't end up with this overly fuzzy look like um some of the early texturing on on 3d stuff does so i didn't personally have a problem with it i understand what you're saying where it's like three and four were were beautiful is was beautiful sprite work um and this isn't beautiful 3D work, but they didn't necessarily have the technology to do 
beautiful 3D work at the time. I, I don't think. Um, I mean, I agree with you on that, and like this, what the cell. I guess it's like it's like the inherent bias thing again. Like it's not mm-hmm. like every other game is pixel art, and then this one's just like stylized cell shading thing. And I agree for the time, it does hold up fantastically. Like you can pop this game in, uh, and everything looks a lot more, um, I guess, distinct and like like vivid, I guess, than it would be like in a, a, a comparable game using a different style, like mm-hmm. for the graphics. It's just uh, too different for me, I guess. Well, I mean, we got to understand that, like, there is a, a level of disappointment that comes with this being a Breath of Fire game, and it's hard not to uh, judge it based on being one. But if it was not a Breath of Fire game, like, I think the visuals would kind of hold their own. Like, even if you're right, we're both right in that there's not a lot of variety, and it's all kind of muted and same-ish. Um, just, I think, the execution of the, the 3D technology wasn't terrible. But continue. What else What else didn't work for you or worked for you or anything? Um, I guess that's, uh, that's about it. Like, the cutscenes were all right when they were there. Uh, and I like did... The, the, I did mean to, I did mean to bring up in the cutscenes. I wish they had had some CGI cutscenes instead of just using the regular in-game visuals for the cutscenes. You know, like even the ones that weren't like dialogue cutscenes, they just used the same shit you saw when you're actively playing. Like they could have really had some some beautiful like rendered like pre-rendered CGI stuff. And they chose not like to. Like at the end, like at the end, where it was like a cartoon kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like more of that. Well, Breath of Fire did use a lot of the like the anime kind of cutscenes, but you know, um, I could have used more. Like I think there are a few points in the game where they could have really, really drove that home. Uh, so Kevin, how'd you feel about the visuals of the game? Um, I thought the actual character models and um, monsters and. Um, all that stuff, they looked fine to me. Um, the problem I had was how dark, like I said before, like everything was so dark. And I don't know because hooking up my PlayStation 2 to an HD TV made it worse where I had to change, like, I wasn't going to go in, like, you can't change the lighting in the options. Um, I looked, um, but I wasn't going to change all my TV lighting to mess up my TV. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't know, it was super dark. And I looked at some YouTube videos and it was still pretty dark. Yeah. Um. On the on the YouTube videos, so I don't know if it, like you know, like I was saying, like that first the first part of center where you go, like it looks so good, and it was so bright, and I liked that. Like that part of the game, like was awesome. But getting to that, like it was like dark cavern, dark cavern, dark building. You know, there's little, the little guys that run around the little gra- on the ground. You can't even see them. Sometimes there's like a couple times where trying to find a door i was just like running against the wall trying to get to a door um so that kind of stuff i i did not like i, I guess the the character models kind of they kind of remind me of like Mega Man legends a little bit which kind of makes sense since it's a capcom game but um yeah that was just i guess uh besides the characters i just hated how dark and everything was so okay so all right so uh what would you score it then kevin I would give it a 2.5. All right, Nick? Thinking about what you said and trying to take my bias out of it, um, I would give it a 3.5. 3.5? 3. 
and I'll give it a three. Because, uh, I mean, it does, it does, you know, what is good is good, but, you know, it's just a lack of variety. It's a missed opportunity. Same with what feels like everything else. Whole so, game. <laughs> uh, on to overall experience. Like I've said in this show before, my overall experience rating is based on expectation versus reality and, you know, the general reality of how I feel about playing and completing the game. And this game, you know, I kind of had low expectations going in because, you know, uh, Nick had make a bit, made a big deal out of how it was, you know, just not a good Breath of Fire game and not a good game. And everything I looked about it, you know, it, it kind of, you know, it's it holds middling, you know, slightly higher than middling scores on a lot of uh, review sites, like, you know, 70s and that kind of thing. And so uh, there were there were times where I genuinely caught myself having fun. Um, but it was a roller coaster ride of emotions in that regard where I would I would have fun. I would be into it and then it would do one of the weird things it does where something's arbitrarily difficult or resources are tight or what have you. Uh, and I instantly stopped having fun. And so um, I found myself having fun less and less as the game went on. And that's a problem, generally. So uh, for me, overall experience was a two. Nick? Um, I will say going back through this was just like reopening an old wound. Okay. Um, like, part of me was like before I started, it's like it's not it's not gonna be as bad as I remembered. Like, maybe, I mean, I beat it once. Obviously, it's not that bad of a game. Like, it's it's not gonna be a problem for me to get through this. And uh, I think I had less fun this time than I did when I was, like, 13, 14, or whatever, when it came out, and I played through it that time. Like, uh, fuck. I, if you if you want to try it, uh, give, like, any, are you understanding what you're kind of going into, and that's your kind of your shtick, then you might enjoy it. Uh, I know there's, like, a weird cult following with it, or some people are like, oh, this is one of the best games ever made. There, there should be more games made like this. They're and wrong. I may, maybe, maybe it's okay if you're not a fan of Breath of Fire games. You really have nothing, like no attachment to the series to kind of make you want to play this and, and just try it out. But uh, I cannot recommend this for most people to play. So I will give it a two as well. All right, Kevin, where are you at on your overall experience? Overall, um, I came in just like you did, thinking that. I wouldn't have fun, and going through that first dungeon, like with Bosch, I thought I wouldn't be able to finish the game because it was so frustrating and annoying. Um, but after you kind of get all your characters and the battling starts becoming a little bit more interesting and um, playable, where you're not like, you know, trying to manage not getting killed all the time, where you can have enough healing items, it wasn't so bad. And then once you got to like the final dungeon, and you, if you saved up your dragon uh, D ratio, or not D ratio, but your D 
you counter. Um, you can kind of unload on some of those bosses where you've been you know, holding back for a long time. It felt good. So like you like you were saying, Brent, like it was like a roller coaster ride. You know, sometimes I was having a lot of fun, and sometimes I was just when I had to backtrack two times in a dungeon because I was running out of healing items. Um, it was bad. So I'm probably gonna give it a three because it was kind of some some things were really good and some things were not. Okay, that's fair. Uh, so yeah, I mean, it is what it is, guys. Let's move on to <laughs> let's move on to replayability. Uh, so I guess I was going to say there is like, I hate when we have a review that's overly negative because it feels like it just brings everything down into a crawl. And I, I really tried to give this game a, a fair shake and it just ultimately let me down. And there's not even let me down in a, uh, like a disastrously terrible way. Like we've done with other games where, uh, you know, it's like, how could this even happen? Cause <laughs> I, I, like games like Digimon World or Monster Seed were they're terrible. Like don't get me wrong, they're terrible. But they're terrible in a oh my god, I can't believe this is a thing way. This is this is almost sad. What this is um because it it, it has a lot, it has a lot of potential. It it sits on a certain level of pedigree and just squanders it terribly. But Let's talk about replayability. Uh, I guess... See, here's the thing. Because the game's built to be replayed, and I'm still, you know, I'm still hesitant to give it a decent replay score. Like, you... you, Because uh, I don't ever want to play it again. Uh, you know, but it does give you bonuses for playing again. It's like, ah, you get some party experience, you keep your equipped shit, and New Game Plus often gives us you know, would give me higher scores um, for replaying a game. And so, you know, begrudgingly, I will give this game a three because if you do enjoy it the first time through, then yes, you will gain something in each subsequent playthrough. And, uh, you know, that that means it's 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 moderately replayable. But I, I don't see how anyone gets through this game more than twice. And I, I, I honestly don't see it. So, uh, Nick, uh, where are you at? Replayability. Uh, I'm a fan of replayability, uh, like New Game Plus, when you, you're provided something beneficial to it, not when it's in, like forced on you. Like okay. in this case, that was like, like in other cases, like oh, you like the game, you can play it again. We'll give you some like extra stuff so you can maybe have a little bit more fun, try something different. Um, like Legend of Mana, like when you start a new game, you like or New Game Plus, you can literally pick from anywhere on the world map to make a new map. Like, you make the new game, you put the places down in any order you want to, you could try a different order, maybe you just use, use different weapons and skills and stuff this time. Like, fantastic. In this game, it's like, uh, <laughs> hey, you know that boss uh, that you just fought that just kicked your ass? Uh, how about you start the game all over, and uh, we'll, give you, uh, we'll give you some bonuses so you can try again. You try again. and uh, yeah, maybe, maybe you'll beat him this time. Uh, otherwise, you can, you can just start all over again, uh, and you know try again. So, um, if it was more of a like you beat the game, like I would be more understanding of the whole we're locking shit behind 
or lack of plot behind like getting a better score or just even just playing the game again uh, and will let you watch the rest of the shit, I'd be more forgiving for that if it wasn't like intentionally designed that way. So, um, like you said, this is kind of a, a, like a torn thing because the system is like, yes, it's replayable. We built it to be replayable, but at the same time, it's like utterly repulsive. That's actually part of the system. So, um, practicality-wise, it gets five. Enjoyment-wise, it gets a one. So I'm with you at three. That's that's kind of where I was. It's kind of kind of how I came up with three. It's like it's like yeah, it's designed and it it, it fits like everything you would want out of replaying. But why would you ever do it? Uh, and it's kind of like in your face, like ha ha ha, you can do it again. So, uh, Kevin, where are you at? Replayability, my friend. Tell me. Tell me what we, what, what we got here. I, I feel it just the same way as you guys do. It's like it's built to be replayed, but unless you really like grinding through all that all over again and not having much, uh, like the bonuses they give you aren't even that great unless you and like really did not use any of your party XP and you can save it to like your final run through where you have, you know, I think you need like 2.5 million or something just to get all your guys leveled up and that takes a long time um that replaying it's not going to be fun like until you there is no fun <laughs> unless like like i said you uh you're like a masochist and like going through that kind of stuff so i'm gonna give it a two all right that's fair so that's breath of fire five guys um i do have uh nick asked a question on the discord uh i think we already kind of tackled the other question that was on there but uh, just kind of overall, do we feel like this game would be a better game if it wasn't a, dra- uh, a Breath of Fire game? Uh, since it was your question, I'll let you answer it first, Nick. How do you feel? Do you feel it would be better or or what? Um, I kind of do. I kind of do because um, then they would have it would be kind of it would release them from having those trappings uh, that they like kind of almost half-heartedly dress the game up with like oh the main character's Ryu you have Nina uh she's got wings like blah 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 by giving it like its own identity uh instead of like trying to force it into a mold that it obviously does not belong in uh I feel like they could have presented a better experience now that's not saying that if they also hadn't made different design choices it would be, be a better game but uh as a whole I think more people would have enjoyed it like I think Kuju said at the very beginning of this like um, if it wasn't a Breath of Fire game, people would have been like, there would be a more niche like following. It may have been like a cult hit, um, but as it stands, a, a lot of the people that were going to play this game came in with uh, like preconceived notions that were not met. They squandered an opportunity uh, that w- it would have been personally a better non-Breath of Fire game. Okay. Okay. Um... For me, I don't know if it would have been a better game because the director set out with this design aspect to be challenging and to have this replay mechanic. And to me, that's my biggest holdup. Not necessarily some of the uh, shoehorned in Breath of Fire elements. Like, even if that was... He wasn't turning into a dragon. He was just turning into one of these powerful genetics or um, some sort of demon or ghost or what have you. Like, the dragon means or does nothing for me like it's basically already a demon thing 
Um, so you might like if they just call it a demon thing, it's whatever. Uh, it, it maybe the story elements would improve a little bit because they wouldn't have to, sh- you know, they wouldn't have uh, shoehorn shoehorned in some of these uh, aspects. But the just the the core design and playing of the game, I don't think. I would have had any more fun if this had been called, uh, you know, um, Flim Flam's doohickey. I don't, I don't, I don't think I would have, and I don't think it being a Breath of Fire game makes it worse. It just, it's just sad. Kevin, how do you feel? Um, do you really I feel, honestly feel that uh, you know? Go ahead. Yeah, I feel that it would have been better re- recepted or received, accept- accepted. Um, if it wasn't being compared to the four better games in the series, like right off the bat when you put it, put it in, like you automatically think about those other games and how much more fun you had at the beginning, as opposed to this one. And maybe like like you're saying, if it was developed better, it probably would have been um, better received as well. But the combination of it being not like you know cut in development and a lot of things taken out or not put in. And it being compared to Breath of Fire um, kind of hurt it. So I do think it would have been a little better if it wasn't. Um, it was a little better if it wasn't called Breath of Fire. Um, I'll, how much more? I don't know. But at least a little bit better. Sure. I mean, I agree with you on that it would probably have been received better if it wasn't a Breath of Fire game. I don't think it would have been a better game. I think it still would have been a shitty piece of garbage. Well, yeah. Maybe. Yeah, it, it would have been a better game, but I think it would have been. out. I thought the question was more like, uh, would it have done better, not if the game would have been better? You know, I, it might have been received better. You probably would have, like, you're right, it probably would have a cult following. But at the same time, like, I don't think as many people would have tried it if it had it not been a Breath of Fire game. Because you also have to consider how many people picked it up simply because it was a Breath of Fire game. If it was some no-name thing... um then who knows what it picked it up. And the only way to get those people to pick it up is probably put on the box from the creators of Breath of Fire, and then you fall into the same <laughs> trap, right? Where it's a letdown because it's the guys who made Breath of Fire. Yeah. You know, I, I just, I, I, I don't know. I see your point. It's a, it's a, it's a, a smoldering hole of doom. Uh, no quick fire <laughs> questions on this review because I, I couldn't come up with any. It's, it's, it, 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 you know, other than, other than Nina's tits look weird. Got nothing. We got Ryu with his shirt off in the very beginning. I mean, that was pretty great. No, no, it wasn't. None of it. <laughs> we got. I got a. What was your favorite? Uh, what was your favorite slum uh, themed town? That's a good question. It's not because they're all fucking slums. Yeah, because well, which which slum themed town was is your favorite? And uh, it's 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 slum town three. Uh, well, you know, or no, I should say Slumtown 2, Electric Boogaloo. Yeah, that's the right one. Okay, okay. Uh, yeah, so I mean, well, it's... You can always have the, the one, which, how difficult this game masturbate to you? That's what I said, it was like a five, because Ryu had his shirt off in the beginning. I mean, yeah, I guess, I mean... He's looking pretty sexy. That, that room with all the, 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 the Nina corpses has really got me going, that's my second. <laughs> they won't fight back. <laughs> it's like Westworld. Spoilers. Damn, Damn man. Oh, sorry. Dear if God. somebody told me to watch that, apparently it's really good. 
it's good. All right, so, all right, so um, I don't have anything else to add about Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter. Do either of you guys have anything else to add about Breath of Fire 5 Dragon Quarter? I guess my last point would be it's it's like one of those games that if, if you like the grindiness, try it. If not, there's a million other games better than it. Yeah. Don't, um, don't waste time. I wouldn't necessarily. I, I'm probably somewhere in the middle. Like, I think it's worth spending a couple hours playing. Don't sit down to play it. Like, borrow it. Definitely don't buy it. Don't invest any fucking money in this bitch. Borrow <laughs> it. Don't be like, I'm going to beat it. Sit down and play four or five hours and call it quits. You, you've got the game. At that point, you if, know, I, you... if I had a recommendation, I would be to if you really, if you are interested in the plot at all or anything like that, watch a speed run uh, of somebody or at least a, a playthrough of somebody who is going through and has kind of a plot going coherently. That way, you can treat it more like a film and get like the interesting well, shit just... that you miss from playing the game, and you don't have to worry about playing the, this piece of shit. Yeah, there you go. So I guess we can go ahead and pull up the outro. Before I do that, I'd like to go ahead and thank Cujo for joining us on this episode. We appreciate you. Have fun every time you come on. Um, yep, thank you for having me. Yeah, man. I'll have fun. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Stop hating. Beautiful, beautiful Scotty. Stop, Stop right. shitting on me every time we play a fucking do a podcast, goddamn. All right, well. How did I shit on you? Oh, okay. that last one. Like, you just shitting on each other. You, you all both were shitting on me the whole time. Brain Lord? Yeah, all right. Brain Lord, that was you, terrible. You can visit our home on the web at therpgshow.com. You can send us an email to podcast at therpgshow.com. You can follow us on Twitter at therpgpodcast. Be sure to leave us a rating and review on iTunes. Each one counts, and we love you for it. We also have a Discord server where everybody's great, and we talk all the time. So click on that in the show notes. We also have an Amazon affiliate link. Everything you buy there doesn't cost anything, anything extra for you. A little bit comes back to us, so make sure you use that. It's awesome. We love everybody that's doing that. And until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Goodbye. Merry Christmas. Actually, before y'all go, if you try to use Podbean or something like that, you can't actually like click on the the, the links, like the Amazon link and the Discord link. So yeah, it's better to go to the website because it'll be actually clickable there. Thank you. Bye, everybody. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>